And now, live, and by that we mean recorded in advance, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxy glove shaped state, it's the Gut Check Podcast with your hosts, Ted Clark and Zach Bartles. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast, Zach. Hold on, start over. That's too loud. Okay. All right, try again. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. Now it's too quiet. Zach, I'm very excited today because we have uh, in front of us, I'm just going to dive right into the content, do if it. you don't mind. Let's do it. Uh, we have two ice-cold cans of Surge citrus-flavored soda. They were hard to get a hold of. I had to actually fire up the flux capacitor. Yeah, where do you find a Surge? What year did you have to journey I, back I to I went to 95. 94, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. Ooh. I think this was like when I was in high school and uh, and, and early college, Surge was kind of making a splash. Was this uh, Coca-Cola's answer to Jolt, if you will? Maybe. Or, or maybe, no, I think it's Coca-Cola's answer to Mountain Dew. Ah, I see. Yeah, it kind of has the same Mountain Dew color scheme here on the can. I'm looking at a lot of green and red sort of explosive yeah it's uh, definitely an explosion and a, yeah. nine, a 90s explosion with like the dots you know what if i if i had an energy drink i would name it aneurysm <laughs> or hemorrhage <laughs> <laughs> and it would look like blood yeah and, and it would look exactly there, like this can there actually is a energy drink that comes in it looks like a bag of blood that you'd hang up on like one of those poles <laughs> it is true there <laughs> is you and you drink it out of like a yeah dude we gotta get one of those it showed up on my uh customers who bought also when i bought the jolt on amazon oh that's fantastic we gotta we gotta acquire one of those now well, yeah this has got the the kind of dots that an explosion gets when it's the 90s yes exactly a 90s explosion and also the bad font that oh, the like, cans get when it's the 90s. I love that they didn't redesign this. No, I know it. They just stuck with it. Wait, they're, is there a year on this? Or did they're like, they you find... know what? We're spending zero dollars <laughs> on there this. There is a year on this, but it's Where not this it? year. Okay. Um, let me read some of the copy here, Zach. This is interesting. Um, it says this. It says, canned under the authority of the Coca-Cola company. Does that mean Coca-Cola being this just sort of nationwide entity kind of wants nothing to do with this but they want you to know that it was canned under their authority <laughs> i think maybe it means that uh i mean it, it could go one deeper and say canned under uh, the authority of the coca-cola company which exists under the authority of lay armaments is LTD. that kind of like how like guam is under our authority but we really don't claim it in <laughs> so any way and we have nothing to do with it a territory of yeah coca-cola. it's a territory of coca-cola now anything else noteworthy about uh, the presentation here before we tap into Surge. Well, you know, it's from 2014. Okay. Um, That's a good vintage for yeah, Surge. Yeah, and I remember, yeah, everybody want, was clamoring for the, for the 2014 yeah. Surges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and somehow, you know where I got this, actually? Out of the gut check cellar. He had to blow some <laughs> dust off the top of it. <laughs> I, I got it from a, a sad little shop that sells old video games mm. in East Lansing that I frequently go to because in keeping with my outdated electronics persona, yeah. my son and I enjoy playing games on our GameCube. Okay, nice. <laughs> Circa 2000 and... I think 2002 is kind of my sweet spot for that electronics. That is your sweet spot because it was still kind of the 90s in a lot of ways, but... Uh, but better graphics. But a little stuff. bit better... Gra- yeah, a little bit better graphics. Well, let's uh, let's tap in here to the search. That, folks, is the sound of Surge being opened in our studios. Oh, wow. Mm, mm. You know what? It just is not a familiar smell to me, yeah. other than that it smells kind of like... I, I went through a phase where I drank Green Lightning a lot, which is okay. the Sam's Club Mountain Dew. Oh, nice. And, Nothing uh, sad about that at all. Not, no, well, they were free <laughs> at the Christian radio station where I worked. Okay. Until they were like 50 cents a can because I drank so many of them. <laughs> I had to institute that. Uh, but this smells you were like actually, knockoff Mountain uh, Dew. You, you, you were putting that Christian radio station into the red. That's how. <laughs> that's how much money there is in Christian radio. You know, it smells to me like. No, Ted. I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah. that Christian radio station, which was nonprofit, okay. was owned by a guy okay. who like used to deliver pizzas, and then he and he worked for for a radio station, and then he started his own, okay. and it worked on donations, yeah, largely. And then he sold it mm. for eight hundred thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah, no, nothing shady about that at all. I, yeah, and I don't know if it, and I found the the story online. I was like, what? I looked into it. Yeah, I don't know if he. I think he sold the call letters and the equipment and everything. And wow! All of a sudden, yeah, that that that'll work, I guess. If Let it be known, and you know, we haven't talked about this ahead of time that this podcast is also for sale. <laughs> For eight hundred thousand, you know what? We'll knock fifty thousand off. Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You could acquire 
Uh, what are what are we working with here? A Samsung. This is a Samsung. This is a Samsung machine. This one's from actually 2014 though, so it's yeah. Not, we got um, a, we got a, that's a good vintage. Very willing to part. We got with. a 2014 Samsung. We've got a 2015 Blue Snowball podcast microphone. But be warned that if you don't change the name of the podcast, you can't join the podcast network. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You have to change the name and all the content. Right. To, uh, and, and, and to join this thing that we're alluding to that you don't know anything about. And be open to being heavily edited. Heavily edited, that's right. <laughs> Actually, you could change it to the Blazing Podcast. There you go. That's the only thing you're going to change it to. Zach, let's, uh, let's have a drink here. You know what? I was about to say that the nose smells like Fresca. Did you ever have Fresca? I, I regularly have Fresca. I and love you're, Fresca. You're right. Yeah. Does it Fre- taste like Fresca? The, the, the thing they're going for with this uh-huh. is the opposite of Fresca. Mm. Fresca's like, it's clear. Zero calorie, clean. Light. Yeah, yeah, there's no sugar. This has got hardly any caffeine mm-hmm. when you compare it to an energy drink, but yeah. tons of sugar. Yeah. It tastes, it tastes like uh, Moon Mist or any of those Mountain Dew knockoffs. I can actually taste the little granules of sugar. It's like drinking a <laughs> bag of sugar that's just been moistened. <laughs> You know what, man? Mm. I'm so enjoying reviewing this. Yeah. Beverage? Yeah. <laughs> Question I'm mark? About, I'm thinking what? about <laughs> a text that you sent me earlier. Yeah. That says... Dude, uh, I love reviewing things. Let me read this text. Yeah. I got this on the way here. It says, what if we are the tacos <laughs> on the air? <laughs> what if we are the tacos on the air and reviewed each one? And then I got another text from you that says the word eight in quotes. Yeah. Meaning so I think the, the word are, <laughs> right, was supposed to be the word eight. What if we ate the tacos on the air and reviewed each one? And you know what, Ted? I think I'm I think I'm down with that. After we talk to Turk, hmm. I think we should go get a box of tacos. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you so far. A variety of tacos. Okay. And and disgustingly eat them all. Yes. Near this microphone. Audibly while also commenting on each one. <laughs> because I think, Zach, I think in the review saturated culture we live in. We're not really doing a service to our listeners unless we review each individual taco on the air. Yeah, or each bite of each taco. <laughs> exactly. And here's the thing, Ted. Yeah. As reformed-leaning Christians, yeah. what should be our response to the tacos? Yeah, what's our response? How are we to think about the tacos? And, and how are we to live in light of the tacos? Vis-a-vis the tacos. <laughs> exactly. And how do we engage the tacos? How do we redeem the tacos? <laughs> <laughs> I have very specific plans. Yeah. I'm going to eat the tacos. I'm going to eat the tacos on the air and then talk about them. Yeah, and that's how we redeem the tacos. That's me doing my part. That's me engaging the tacos, engaging the culture. All right, you know what? I want to I want to just take a moment. I want to take a moment to acknowledge yeah. uh, one of our favorite people here at the Gut Check Podcast. A special, special friend of the show. And, and someone who broke new ground mm-hmm. in actually sending us something. Yeah, incredible, Zach. I, uh, I got a package the other day. Uh, delivered to my doorstep via UPS uh, that was addressed to Gut Check Press. Is there a chance that you had handled that very package that morning? There's not, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this yeah. is post-UPS yeah, in, yeah. in Ted's life. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I get this package, and it's addressed to Gut Check Press, and I'm just beside myself with excitement because I'm wondering what, what could there be, right? It could be a retro jersey. It could be a piece of... Uh, outdated '90s electronics. Wait, was it de- was it addressed to? I thought you said it was addressed to Chaz. It Marriott. was addressed to Chaz Marriott, nice. care of Gutcha oh, okay. Press. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, uh, so I open it up, Zach, and what do I find in there? But uh, a sampler of my favorite brand of cigars, Tarano nice. uh, handmade cigars, courtesy of. Wait for it, one Charles Weebus. Nice, Chuck Weebus, friend of the show, uh, lieutenant in the Gutcheck Army. And here's the thing. We've been meaning to have Chuck Weebus on anyway. Yeah. And uh, we just, basically, we don't plan very well. No, we why. don't do we it. Yeah. Um, but, but that's Ch- on us. Chuck Weebus, I, I think, I think that uh, the Gut Check podcast should be renamed the Chuck Weebus podcast for one episode only. I think it should. We have him on. You know what? Maybe our next app, and this is a call to Chuck Weebus, make contact with us. Uh, let's schedule a time to get you on the program. And uh, the next episode will be called... The Chuck Weebus Podcast. Well, our director of operations will contact you. Yeah, exactly. So th- this is a reference to something that happened earlier where Cliff Graham, who was on our podcast, <laughs> yeah. emailed me and, or, or texted me and said, uh, hey, do you want to be on my podcast, you and Ted? And I said, sure. And mm-hmm. he said, my director of operations, and yeah. then something about Chaz Marriott, um, like a little joke. And then somebody and then we actually got an actually email got an from email. an actual director of operations, yes. meaning that it wasn't a joke, so that which you- is how we took it initially. 
I think he was joking. Maybe he felt sheepish that he's he dubbed somebody that. Yeah. Um. Or maybe he just uh, wanted to to make it clear that he wasn't rubbing it in our faces that he's more successful than us. I want to dub somebody that. Those. Yeah. Thing. Right. But I don't want to pay them. Money. No. Of course not. What if we? Uh, what if we made Weebus our director of operations? I, I feel like for Weebus, he ought to be like. Uh, I don't know if if uh, we're handing out these grand titles like. Secretary of the Interior, Minister of Propaganda over here yeah. at Gut Check. Yeah. Um, Director we, of Operations seems to be We just need vanilla. something more regal. Yeah. We need something a little bit more befitting of his uh, stature. Like, uh, let's work on that. Yeah, yeah. Suggestions, please. You know what? Hit tweet, us at the, at the yeah, tweet Twitter. at Gut Check Pod uh, suggestions for, uh, for Weebus's new title. Speaking of Twitter, yeah. And our um, newly launched and, and slowly taking off and ascending uh, Twitter. Uh, handle here at Very Check slow. Press. Yeah, it's doing all right. We've got some interaction with with a number of people, and uh, one of the things that I wanted to to read was uh, I wanted to just kind of mumble about some stuff till I found it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if we had a director of operations, that could have been pre looked up for us. Yeah, you know there's no I mean? way I could, it could just be ready there. No, no, you're way too busy for that. All right, and so wanna, am I. There's a little like a graphic. But it's also just text. So instead of like just putting text there, someone like posted a graphic in Common Sense Serif. I like that. It's from Chuck Farley. At, Farley. At Chuck Dad of Seven. Okay. And the seven's a numeral. So you should follow him. And you mm-hmm. should follow the real Chuck Weebus, at Chuck Weebus as well. Um, and, and, uh, and It's good radio. So we get, we have, we're more than one Chuck. Yeah. Um, and, and we've got a little quote that he sent us, and, and, and he comments on it. I think Lewis and Tolkien should be candidates for the gut check army. Uh, and, and here's what the quote says. Actually, would you read that for us, Ted? Yeah, this is great. It says, Meetings were not all serious. The Inklings amused themselves by having competitions to see who could read the notoriously bad prose of Amanda McKittrick Ross for the longest without laughing. <laughs> so, it's, that's... Zach, what does that remind you of? A little reminiscent of something that we do on this program. A segment that we do on this very program, we, the we, self-same program. Yeah, tw- and we didn't know about that, but apparently we're up there with the, the great minds So of- in this, yeah, we are a lot like uh, Lewis and Tolkien. So you take away all the money, <laughs> all the fame, all the respect... All the notoriety, and we're basically just like them. Yeah, and yeah, and and, and the large body of work. Yeah. Um, right. Although I don't know if you put all your books together, it might equal like one of the endings of Return yeah. of the King. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In length, <laughs> right? And, and Amanda McKittrick Ross, of course, is is often cited as the worst novelist in history. <laughs> um, so I, I I don't want to draw that direct correlation. Well, no. <laughs> you know what? No, I don't either. It is time to hook up with Turner, so let's do that. And then we've got a we've got a very special reading of the uh, of the tweet later on. We've got a Indeed. celebrity, a celebrity yes. probably en route to the studio as we speak in a limousine. Yeah. He's on his way in here, an actual limousine, and he's hungry for tacos. He might pick up the tacos on the way. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got uh, world-renowned blogger and uh, <laughs> internet provocateur uh, Frank Turk on uh, on the air with us. Turkish, how are you? Oh, I am fantastic, Ted. How you doing, buddy? Baby, I'm great, and you know why I'm great. This is because uh, you're always great. Because Ted wins. Wow, Ted wins. Yeah. We're bringing it back. Bringing it back, Turkish. This is the 20th episode of the Gut Check Podcast. Can you believe it? That's crazy. Only yesterday it seemed like the first episode. I know, man. <laughs> All those many, those many episodes ago, you know, back when we were just just youngsters in this business, really, fresh Zach. faced, man, fresh faced. Eyes full of dreams, you know. You know, when you said uh, internet provocateur, you mm-hmm. know what that just reminded me of? What? That episode of Seinfeld, when uh, they were like, what's the deal with Roadrunner? Is he some kind of a troublemaker? And Kramer <laughs> goes, he's an instigator. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Now, Turkish, you're a bit of an instigator, man. And I, I have to be honest, I was put in a, in a weird position today on, the, on that other podcast that I'm a part of, uh, The Happy sad. Rant, uh, in which... Um, I feel like they may have been alluding to you and your uh, your penchant for uh, riling people up online, man. And I had to kind of I had to kind of delicately uh, maneuver that, given that we're uh, that we're such good friends. Hey, at, at any point they could call me and we could talk about it, but of course they won't. So we'll leave it at that. Oh, oh. now you know what? That would be a great call to get on the air. And that's... I would love that. You have no idea how much I would love that. Dude, that's me just with my producer hat on, thinking about what makes for great radio, because we're all about making great radio on this program. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great, Zach? 
Well, if we could, if we could see the healing, or or at, or at you know, worst maybe like the throwdown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, it would t- it would be like an old school episode of Morton Downey Jr. Dude, I love it, man. A, a, a real kind of public meltdown. Now, Turkish, let me ask you this, man. Do you feel like your online persona matches your in-person persona? Yeah, you know, that's a great question, Ted. I think that my online persona is uh, it, it is reflective of who I really am, but I think that very often people misread me. Mm. I, I think I, I have never... You know, the, the, the funny thing about being who I am is that when, when so-called famous people meet me in person, they're always like, you know, if I had read your posts the way you talk in person, I I would have gotten it the first time. And I'm like, well, that's your fault. I wouldn't have, <laughs> I wouldn't have been hating you for the last six years. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been sorry. I, I wouldn't have been afraid that my mother was upset. Turk, who's the who's the most famous person you've met in person? That is a oh, that's an interesting question. I because I have met some strangely famous people. Really, just throw some um, names out, baby. I have met several Christian recording artists in person because of the bookstore. Okay, uh, and I'm blanking right now. What's oh Carmen? man? No, gosh, you know I have I have seen Carmen in Branson, but I have never met him in person. Br- Branson uh, is where Carmen should be. Actually. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have I have met the the fellow who does uh, the the Matthews begats, uh, Andrew Peterson. I have met him. Oh yeah, he's um, great. I have sh- I have I've shaken hands with every guy in third day. I actually have sat across the table from them and shook their hands. And this is a great story. Can I tell it real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'm I own the Christian bookstore. My wife is is at the Christian bookstore convention with me, and we're at the Provident booth. All right, because we're with our rep and we're about to place our order for Christmas for the year, right? And and we've got to we've got to sit at the booth and kind of talk talk about stuff and what's good and what's not good and what works at the store. Well, the Provident booth is inundated with people. It has this this serpentine line of people, and I'm not telling I'm not I'm not kidding. This line wrapped around the booth and then around the whole floor of this convention, which was like in half a convention center full of of the junk you would buy in a Christian bookstore. These yeah. people were snaked around the whole floor, standing in line to shake hands and get a signed copy of the third day CD that was released at that time. And I'm standing inside the booth with my, with my rep and my wife is coming from another booth and she cuts to the front of that line. The guys sign and go across and shake her hand. And me and the Provident people where our eyes are as big as, as, as tea saucers, I swear. I'm just watching my wife cut in this line and get all the signatures and just smile and wave and shake hands in her little southern way. Dude, <laughs> she cuts she, in front of this hour-long line of people. She loved her some beats. third day, man. Yeah, you know? talk, and the guys from third day are loving it. They're like, this is, this is exactly how it ought to be. I saw <laughs> one of the guys from the Newsboys naked one time. Oh, that's wrong. Did yeah. I need to know that? Well, no, not really, but I, I I thought it was apropos for the conversation. And he is also one of the guys from DC Talk. So now you know <laughs> yeah. who it is. And uh, <laughs> I, I have two stories. You know, I don't know if you knew this, Turk. I used to work for uh, a major uh, Christian bookstore chain in the the headquarters. Yeah. Uh, and and I used to meet people all the time. And I had two stories involving Wayne Watson, both Neat. of whom, both of which involved me humiliating myself. Really? How so? <laughs> and the second one. He was there on a day. They would always show up for like, you know, promotions and stuff. I think they were trying to get the best spots on the end caps or whatever. I don't know. But uh, I, I, we were having a chili cook off. Yeah. And I'm walking up to get some uh, some more chili. And on my way back to the table in the, the break room there, I see Wayne Watson sitting with the music buyer and, and some merchandise. Oh, people. And he <laughs> says, oh, this burns. And I didn't, well, I didn't think it. I just <laughs> said, burns on the way out too, Wayne. Oh, and everyone just kind of looked at me. Say that. I oh. did, and then I I kind of just wandered back to my my desk. I <laughs> got a second. I got I got two more. I got two more famous, two more Christian famous people that I have met. Okay, lay them on us. Okay, Margaret Becker has got to be oh. the nicest famous so person I have ever met. Margaret Becker is fantastic, and I'm telling you, anybody who said it, who ever says anything bad about her, I'd fight them. Really. Wow! Oh, she is the nicest. I swear, the nicest famous person you mm. could ever imagine. You couldn't even imagine nicer than her. You know, you know what song I like by Margaret Becker? Tell this me. I know. Remember that one? 
Yeah. That was a good song. And, yeah, and she also, performed Mises that live in my bookstore. She did that acoustic live in my bookstore. Did she really? Nice. Wow. Oh, that was a great that was a great event. It was fantastic. And then okay, now this is the this is maybe the funniest famous Christian person thing I ever read. Again, I'm at a, I'm at these and you never know who you're gonna meet meet at these Christian bookseller conferences. I'm in an elevator going down the uh, down in the elevator with my wife, and this person who thinks he's important comes in the elevator, and he thinks he's important because of who's behind him. But you mm. can't see who's behind him, and I'm thinking, why is this guy acting like he's with somebody really important? And he gets in the elevator, and the door's closed, and I didn't see anybody, and the guy who got in got in – Turns around and there's this guy. He's four eleven. He's five one max. He was the guy behind and the guy behind the guy. Literally, he was he was the guy behind the guy. Obscured by the guy. This, <laughs> he's got this shaggy head of hair and this scruffy beard. And I look at him and I realize that that this this is John Eldridge, Mister uh, Wild at what? Heart. He's like a he's like an Oompa Loompa. He's like one of the dwarves from from, from the Lord of the Rings. Dude, the Wild at Heart guy is four eleven. I swear to God, he is he is a full head shorter than me. So how tall does that make him? About four eleven. Yeah, yeah I, unbelievable. And he's and he's writing these books about manly manhood. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, that makes sense to me now. I don't know. His his stuff isn't like uber masculine though. It's more like uh, reflective, isn't it? Like yeah, yeah. absolutely. I guess. I don't know. I haven't read a word of it. I read Wild at Heart, and I don't remember it at all, other than being like, I'm supposed to read this, I'm reading this, and actually, kind of, I'm glad I'm done with this. You're supposed to read it because you're a male in the early 2000s. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, do you guys do you guys remember who, you, you guys remember Carrot Top, right? Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, in 1989, I was, did you guys work your way through college? I worked my way through. I wasn't smart enough to get a scholarship. I had to work and, and earn my own money for college. Do you guys do that? I, I wasn't smart enough to not just borrow a bunch of money, so that's how I got through college. Yeah, I, that's I, that's what I'm saying. So I'm working in this I'm working in this restaurant overnight. I'm bussing tables and washing dishes overnight in this restaurant. And this this guy walks in and he's by himself and he looks super paranoid. I mean, just spectacularly paranoid. And he's in this overcoat and and he's young. I mean, he's he's my age. He might be a little older. He might be a little younger, but he's my age. And he looks crazy paranoid. And I couldn't tell if he was high or drunk or if he was. Just, just not in, not in his right mind. And he sits in the booth, and I'm walking around, and I'm cleaning up, and I'm looking at him, and it's weird because he's got this giant shock of orange hair, and I'm like, I think I know this guy. I think I know who this is, and I and I couldn't sort it out. And he he finishes, he leaves a tip, everything, he walks out, and as he walks out the door, I think to myself, Holy crap, that is Carrot Top, and there it was, there it you was go, him. Man. Carrot Top, best known for the one eight hundred call ATT commercials. He's kind of in a, he's kind of in like that Pauly Shore echelon of non-famous famous people. You know yeah, what well, I mean? He's got the best gig in the universe in Vegas. I mean, I, I think he's got a permanent show in Vegas. And have and, you seen uh, him lately? He looks weird. He looks all like jacked up on steroids. He looks like Chelsea oh, yeah. Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> if Chelsea Clinton bench pressed Buicks. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly ripped, what like, he looks like. To try and look – I don't know. It, it kind of goes – it bristles against his image, I think, to get all jacked like Also, that. it looks like he's always wearing eyeliner. I think yes, he is. He yeah. definitely looks like that. There's no question that's going on with him. Turk, I'm going to ask you one more question and then we've got to go because we've got a uh, – we've got to review some tacos on the air. But, <laughs> yeah, um, which is going to be as gross as it sounds. Yeah. My, my question is this about famous people. Um, what's your take on Billy Joe Armstrong and Green Day? Were you a fan of Green Day in the 90s? Um. I can't say that I was, and I think he's weird. Yeah, I'm asking that for a reason, because Billy Joe Armstrong is going to be in studio a little bit later to read, or, or actually, rather, to sing uh, today's Rachel Held Evans uh, tweet. So uh, you're, you're a liar. You'll want to look forward to that. Pers he's going to actually be there? <clears throat> Absolutely, man. That's the kind of pull we have on this program. We're going to tell, we're going to tell him you think he's weird, and he's going to be like, oh, man, Frank he Turk? Doesn't know. He doesn't know who Frank Turk is. He follows you on Twitter. He knows your internet persona. That's a lie. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Baby, listen, I can think of no better way to celebrate the 20th anniversary of this program than uh, spending a few minutes with, uh, with one Frank Turk. So uh, until we meet again, my friend, uh, have a great day. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. Yep. We should have asked Turk if there's anything he wanted to talk about, like particularly in his craw. Oh, yeah. There's no we didn't ask about his craw. Don't ask about my crawl. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving that in, man. <laughs> Leave that in.
<laughs> Turk, you and your craw have a great day, man. <laughs> you guys too. Take care. Bye bye. Shall we? All right, so we are back. Back in the from, studio. From, there's one of my favorite local um, restaurants. Yeah, just a little a little taco place that we like around the corner. It's called uh, Taco Hut or Taco. The taco, the taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. And you can buy twelve tacos for, I don't know, fifteen dollars or something. And we're going to review them all. They come in a box, a box of tacos. I'm going to start with one that's a cool. <laughs> no, talk, tell us what you're working with here, Zach. Because in this culture of rampant reviewing, this this needs to happen. People need to know how we feel in particular about these particular tacos. All right, I'm going to I'm going to start with. A Cool Ranch Dorito Shell Taco. Okay. It's supreme. Yeah. Which means that there's sour cream on it. I'm putting some of the green sauce We go on big it. here at Cut Check. Go Maybe. big or go home. Here we go. Mmm. <laughs> what are you getting there? Mmm. It tastes like a really bad taco and some Doritos. Okay. <laughs> now, what I've got here... <laughs> what I'm working with is your standard Taco Supreme, Zach. Uh-huh. So we've got a hard shell, some cheese, some lettuce, some tomatoes, and uh, and the taco meat. And <laughs> what, what are you laughing about? This is serious. <laughs> because the reviewing of things is a really serious thing. I don't know if you've noticed that, like on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody leaves a review... And, like, takes the time to write a few paragraphs. It's a really big deal. Okay? So, this is a Taco Supreme, and my assessment of it is four stars. <laughs> I would have given it five, except that the shell is a little bit soggy. Okay? <laughs> Good tacos. <laughs> this is the sound of us masticating into a microphone. You know, I think maybe we should cut short the uh, the review. Mm-hmm. Maybe pause the audio. Okay, and come back with some some better stuff. Some other content, some different content some that different, isn't re- not necessarily better, but different. Yeah, some stuff that isn't reviews of tacos is, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Although there's three or four other kinds of tacos in that box. There's the hot, the fire. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's keep going. Yeah. I'm almost through my first taco. So I could move on to another type of taco. You know what? Mm. Two guys reviewing tacos does not make for good podcast material. Mm. And yet... I disagree. We're choking on the tacos, laughing at ourselves. (laughs) Exactly. Dude, people are going to love this. Did you just do Cool Ranch? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Chad. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. What if we are the tacos? <laughs> I'm the air. Yeah. This is the sound of me unwrapping a fiery. Mm. No, no, nacho cheese. My bad. I thought it was fiery. It's nacho cheese. So this is another Doritos branded flavored taco. Have you noticed that the, the Doritos shells mm-hmm. break easily? They do, which is why they come in the sleeve, Zach. They come mm-hmm. in a little cardboard sleeve, a decorative sleeve, commemorative sleeve, if you will. <laughs> I save those. <laughs> I keep them and I, I put them in a little... And when you make homemade tacos, you can serve them in, <laughs> in this. That's dishonest. Okay, this is the fiery... Uh, or no, not fiery. Nacho cheese Doritos Locos Taco. Mmm. <laughs> what? What's so funny? This, this is funny. Mm. We should have done this with Turk on, on the phone. This tastes really good. Here's my critique of it. If I were reviewing this on Amazon, I would give it three stars because though it tastes good, it's breaking all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just I find it hard to work with that. And then somebody would comment on your review saying that it's supposed to break and that you're a Neanderthal for not mm-hmm. wanting it to break. Yeah. Yeah. And if you wanted a taco that wouldn't break, you should just get a regular taco. Exactly. I really love the culture we live in with all the reviews. It's really good dialogue. I feel like us just eating the tacos and talking about them. This is going to have a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a huge internet sensation. When everybody's eating tacos into a microphone, I want you to remember that we did that it we, first. We did it first, exactly. <laughs> you know, 
if we had 300 listeners, and mm-hmm. only 300 listeners, as someone tried to tell us recently, mm-hmm. I think that this is going to whittle that down significantly. Yeah. Dude, I wonder if we'll be eating tacos on the Happy Ranch next week. <laughs> I bet you will. Mmm. That's good radio and a good taco. Dude, eat another taco. I am. I'm going to eat another taco. <laughs> taco Supreme. I think this is just another standard. Was, is there a fire in there? There's uh-huh. a fiery. Yeah. Dude, you want to two? There are two. Let's do those next. You want to yeah. do those next? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think even the sound of you pawing through the box mm-hmm. is good radio. This is the sound of me unwrapping a fiery taco. Hmm. This is for people who like to live on the edge a little bit, Zach. You know? People who are looking for a little bit, little something different than the standard taco experience. They want it to be a little hotter? Yeah. Dude, there's a, there's a palpable hotness with this taco. Let me, uh, let me bite in here. Mmm. You made not noise when you bit into it. Mm-hmm. Getting like, now, now. Like the sound of me getting a text. Actually, every time you bite into one of these tacos, you get a text. <laughs> Zach, I don't think Fiery is my favorite. Mine neither, man. Mm. That's good dialogue. I'm glad we have this talk on the air <laughs> about the tacos that we're eating. This Can I is... get you another taco? Let me ask you something. Yeah. Is this as kind of meta and and like... <laughs> A ironic analysis Rye. of, of mm-hmm. podcast culture mm-hmm. as the the transcript of the first and only uh, all that chaz business and all that chaz. This episode. is this is on the same level. I think it comes from the same place creatively. Only people didn't have to listen to that. Like, uh-huh. I obviously don't have to listen to this either. But mm-hmm. but it's easier just to read through something like that and be mm-hmm. like, ha ha, yeah. Then to sit there and listen to us eat tacos. Into a into a computer. I like this joke too, though. For the so same reason that I like the other one. Yeah. Hey, is there any more tacos? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a choice here, baby. Would you like a cool ranch or a nacho cheese or just like a, a standard? I'd like a cool ranch, man. There you go. Good choice. Ted, do we usually eat all the tacos, or do we only eat some of the tacos? Because there's you only know, two of us. Zach, sometimes what we do is we eat most of them, and then we go, oh, you know, I could never eat that last taco, <laughs> and then we eat the last taco. Uh, and then, and then, why do we hate ourselves? Because of the tacos. Because of how we feel. Yeah. Because we feel awful. It's a lot of downtime here. Yeah, it's okay. Get your taco ready. <laughs> why don't you talk talk the listeners through what you're doing? Because how how you handle the taco is different than than how I yeah, do. Yeah, I unwrap the taco and then I put some I put some sauce on it mm-hmm. and then I eat the taco. What kind? Verde. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why Verde? <laughs> Talk about that. <laughs> you know what? Unpack that for the listener. Why the Verde? How are we to think about the Verde? <laughs> I like the way it tastes. <laughs> Better than the other ones? Mm. <laughs> Good. <laughs> We're at... Ten minutes so far on the taco bit. You're really? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to text Billy Joe Armstrong's handlers mm-hmm. and see how close he's getting to the facility because I feel like it could be almost time for that bit. Oh, man, these tacos are... These are hitting the spot, my friends. <laughs> I've reached the point where I'm just looking at them and eating them silently, not looking at other people or talking. Why is this pointed at me? Oh, I don't know. It just happened that way. Do you think we'll get any hate mail about gluttony? Mm-hmm. Celebrating gluttony on the air? I bet we will. You know, mm-hmm. somebody tweeted to me after the discussion of what Jolt had done to my stomach lining. Yeah. They didn't realize that when we said... Uh, it would not work for me to eat tacos that mm-hmm. we had just eaten a box of tacos mm-hmm. moments before. And they sent a picture of like 99 cent tacos and said, oh. I'm sorry that this is outside of your, you know, you're, you're, these are out of the question for you. Mm. They're not though. No, they're not. I eat the tacos. Yeah. On the air. 
You know what, Zach? That's real courage. <laughs> I mean, there are people all over this world who who don't have the have the courage to eat the tacos anymore. You know, and you do. You're a hero. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I mean, I look at you. <laughs> Baby, I look at you over there and your big your big pile of discarded taco wrappers in front of you and your and the wadded up napkins and and, and I just, I think you, I think you know what? My friend is a hero. I mean, no, he's not like Flying all over the world to do this and that. But you know what? He's eating his tacos. Doggone it. He's doing it like a man. I, I can think of no better way to celebrate the 20th episode of this program. Ted, I appreciate than that. Than to celebrate that. I, I have been eating And to tacos, celebrate your strength. I've been eating tacos without anyone acknowledging it. How heroic it is. For years now. I know. I know you have. But and, you know and what? it hurts. <laughs> you know yeah. what, though? Yeah. And be encouraged by this. <laughs> I've been watching. <laughs> and I've been noticing. Okay? I'll tell you what, Ted. Yeah. Everyone here is really wanting to hear Turk tell another story uh-huh. about meeting like a C-list Christian celebrity of yesteryear mm-hmm. rather than hear us eat and talk about more tacos. Okay. But that said, mm-hmm. this is either the funniest thing we've ever done. Yeah. Let me put a fine point on this for you. Okay? Okay. I don't want you to finish eating your tacos before you talk, man. Just go yeah, for it. Yeah, Well, this is the kind of thing that people can, if they don't like it, fast forward through it. And we can even tell them when the taco segment ends if they want to skip it. Because we, we love our listeners, man. We take care of our listeners. We take care of the Get Check Army. I mean, now, let it be said that I encourage them to listen to the whole segment. <laughs> I would like for them to listen to the whole segment. <laughs> I'll be hurt if they don't listen to the whole the segment. The weaker brother can yeah. skip, though. The weaker brother <laughs> could skip the taco segment. There it is. Is the taco segment almost done? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could call it done for the purposes of the show. Uh-huh. But I might eat some more tacos. <laughs> and you might, too. There's two well, more left, baby. As the stronger brother, uh-huh. all things are permissible. Mm-hmm. I wonder if more tacos would be beneficial, though. Gotta, I wonder that, too. I'm going to throw that out there. You know, and that's a... You've got to search your own heart and your own stomach lining for the answer <laughs> to that question. Oh, man. And you got to ask yourself, are you still using the, the holes that came on the belt? Or are you now using the ones that you punched with a <laughs> screwdriver? Exactly. Uh, I'm going to throw away this heroic yeah. stack of papers. That mountain of, of tribute to your, uh, to your strength. That can go out on the... Ted, Ted seems to have uh, gone through his whole house and, and thrown away everything mm. based on these stack of uh, garbage bags on his curb. That's what, that's what happens when you move. Baby. I hope that that's moved away before people start... Yeah, coming to see the house. Yeah. I hope so, too. It looks, uh, it looks kind of unsavory, as it were. Unlike these tacos, Unlike which these were tacos very, savory. very savory. Ted's eating another taco. But in the meantime, I think we're going to move on here. What do we got, Zach? Let's What's next talk, on the program? I want to talk about a Twitter, uh, another Twitter account, not yeah. ours. Okay. Uh, but it's a Twitter account that I bumped into that I think is one of the most hilarious things I have ever encountered. Okay. And it is a mashup, mm-hmm. uh, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is at Aug, A-U-G, Osteen. As in Joel Osteen? Yes. So imagine uh, if... if San Augustine, mm-hmm. San Augustine's a city in Florida. San Augustine's yeah. a church father, mm-hmm. and uh, San Augustine and Joel Osteen were mashed together such that uh, when he, the man began to speak, it, the first part of each each thing that he said would be from San Augustine's writings, mm-hmm. and then the last part of it would be from Joel Osteen's uh, sermons or mm. or books. I like it, uh, and that's what every single tweet by this gentleman is. Mm. He's literally following zero people. Okay. Which I think is great. I think that's awesome. And he's got 2,500 people following him. And he's only tweeted 34 times. Wow. I want to read a couple of them just because mm-hmm. I think they're spectacular. How stupid man is to be unable to restrain feelings and suffering the human lot. Let your life be the sermon. <laughs> <laughs> Let your life be the sermon, man. I love it. What is pride but an appetite for inordinate exaltation? 
believe this is your season to rise higher. Mm. <laughs> one more, one more. If it were always present and never moved on to become the past, it would not be time, but eternity. Every day of Friday. <laughs> you should follow that guy. Mm. Uh, he won't follow you back, but no, you should follow that guy. Chad, now that I think you've eaten your last taco, yeah. is that true? Well, Zach, that's a funny, a funny thing you asked there. Um, there's oh. one taco remaining. It's a nacho cheese. I know that's a flavor that you like, so uh, I think maybe I've I've had my last taco. But um, if I were a, a betting man, as it were, I would uh, I wouldn't bet against that last taco getting eaten. Right. By, I wouldn't. By either one of us. I doubt that that taco will wind up on your curb on the mountain of trash. You know what? Maybe Billy Joe Armstrong would like the taco. <laughs> maybe we should offer it to him in the in the green room, as it were. In the Green Day green room, yeah. In the Green Day green room, he where he's probably tuning up his guitars. I believe see. I saw him come in with his guitar, and yeah. and uh, you know he doesn't look a day over sixty. This guy, exactly. Uh, so yeah, let's let's. I want to talk about one thing that's uh, semi serious though, and we we tend to. Uh, uh, get into some publishing stuff here. Yeah. And this is for only the diehard. You know, this is the reward you get for sitting with us through the tacos. Okay. And that is that sometimes... when the Tacos themselves are a reward of a certain kind. Right. But, but but they didn't get to eat the tacos. No, no, but listening to the tacos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone feels a little bit better for having yeah. done that. About themselves. Yeah. Because they didn't just eat because a box they of tacos. Us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're like, well, I've never hated myself that much. Yeah. So... Whatever's going on in my life. It's all about perspective. So so I got a royalty statement uh, not that long ago. Okay. <clears throat> and a royalty statement is going to be a, a very difficult to kind of decipher. Completely uh, indecipherable. Uh, page of data from your publisher. I've been in publishing for 10 years. I still can't read those things. Yeah, well, it's, it's really... It's I mean, horrible. And, and the words gross and net are pretty simple mm-hmm. terms, but the way they're used, it's just like, that yeah. doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, and so I got one, and I opened it up with some trepidation. And Ted, yep. uh, here's how this is how this works. If, if you're yep. very new to this, you you get an advance when you get a, a a book contract, and you have to earn back that amount of money before you start getting royalties in addition to it. Right. Um, and so you'll get you know if if you got say for example. Uh, somebody was was quite quite popular, and they got a fifty thousand dollar advance. Right. Um, they would have to sell enough books where they would have earned fifty thousand sans the advance before yeah. they start getting. And, and let's say you get a buck per book on a paperback, right. twelve ninety nine paperback. You get a you know you get a buck. You'd have to sell fifty thousand of those to recoup your advance. And if you don't if you don't sell that many, you don't have to pay back the advance. People right. Right. You get that. to keep it, but uh, but you don't get royalties. And a lot of books, I'd say probably most books don't ever most make books back don't the recoup. advance. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that doesn't mean that the the publisher lost money on it. It just means right. that that's all the author is going to get. Yep. And and usually yep. that's they know they're going in. Um, so I get the thing, I open it up, and and Ted, <laughs> the, <laughs> the total, yeah, uh, was negative. Okay. And and having worked in, uh, as I mentioned to Turk, having worked on on the other end of Christian retail and, and in the book uh, business, mm-hmm. I knew why, and that was because returns had had return cycle sure, happened. Sure, sure, sure. And yeah. so books that on the first uh, one that I got, the first royalty statement mm-hmm. that I got, uh, had shown as sold, yeah, were then returned, and they, mm-hmm. so they came back off the total. So I was yeah. hoping to have made another stride toward Recouping. making back the advance, yeah, yeah. Uh, and instead I would have taken a step. Mm-hmm. Back from, yeah. from 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 that ever happening. Yeah, uh, has this happened to you? And and I want to just kind of I want you to encourage me. Yeah, uh, and, and kind of make clear. up for what just happened with the yeah. tacos, yeah. where where both of us kind of just went down, down, down mm. in, in spirits. Um, I don't I don't know that I deserve to be alive after eating the tacos. Let me let me give you a little bit of sage publishing advice. Are you ready? I'm ready for it, man. Here's what I do. Here's how I handle royalty statements, and I get a lot of them. I get I get them from multiple publishers all year round. Um, I open the envelope. I look to see if there's a check inside, mm-hmm. and if there's no check, I throw them away. Now, <laughs> <laughs> let me let me let me just nuance that out again. If there's no check inside, I immediately throw it into the garbage. What if there's a check in it? If there's a check, uh, I cash the check and, and begin spending the money. And and no check, <clears throat> no check. I throw it away, Zach. I throw it in, right into the garbage. <laughs> okay? Well, I could never do that. Okay. I never throw anything away. I see. Ever. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so I would file it. I filed. Okay. I filed these. Got so, it in a little file in case you need to see what your your royalty. Unless I want to be depressed like. sometime. Yeah, exactly. Now the first one looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and and I thought, man, if I did that well in just the first three months of the book being two or three out, more months of the, or uh, yeah. two or three more cycles of that, I'll be I'll be there. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and of course, what I saw was that uh, and, and and things turn around quickly in publishing. Mm-hmm. That's one of the benefits of gut check. Nothing goes out of print. No. People are still buying books that are utterly obsolete. Kind of yeah. Christianity is about a movement that is dead and gone. As of like seven years ago. And people are still buying it out of God curiosity. Or, That's yeah, great. Good, yeah. I mean, they, they think, oh, they find it. They're like, oh, I remember this movement. And it's a little nostalgia to them. And me. speaking of, people should buy a book that's trendy and hot right now. Hot. Uh, H-A-W-T. Hot. That's a book called Re-Raptured, Re-Colon Raptured, a dispensational thriller. Uh, this is our uh, Rapture in Time satire. Uh, in the vein of Left Behind, uh, except it's better and funnier in every way. And more action-packed, and it doesn't repeat itself 16 times over. Exactly, exactly. So run to Amazon, get re-raptured, post-haste for four ninety nine. Is that what it is? I don't know. Where, where are we up. ranking right now, man? I don't know. Let's check our ranking, Zach. <clears throat> you know what? You keep me accountable when we look at this ranking. It's five ninety nine, Ted. Okay. This could be an occasion for pride. Yeah, for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you down. Yeah, we are. Whoa. Oh, we are number sixty three in our category. Oh, dude, this is good. Yeah, which is, and and it's a category that is there's a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people in that vying. category. A lot of competition, Zach. A lot of competition. It's the category is books, humor and entertainment, humor, religion. Okay, so only only like three iterations away from just books. <laughs> okay, I mean, just to give you just to give you some context. So, we are number sixty three in that category. Boy, do I feel different. Yeah, well, I feel like I'm going to walk a little bit taller today, my friend. I don't know about you. Again, that's probably the the bull strength, but uh, yeah. coursing oh, there, through here my here we veins. are. Uh, we're only two beneath Pen Gillette's God No signs you may already be an atheist. Oh, Pen Gillette. And only one above, good book, The Bizarre, Hilarious, Let Me Make Fun of the Bible, blah, blah, blah. Good grief. Are mm-hmm. we the only, like, not We're mocking the only... Christianity thing in here? Ken's Guide to the Bible. A second shot of coffee with Jesus. It's actually pretty funny. So we're beating that. Hey, great. Yeah. What year is that from? 2015. Oh, hey. It's Dude, from that's, a, that's a real publisher. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, man. When we were in, um, let me show you something, man. So IVP books don't don't feel bad because we are winning. <laughs> no, feel bad. Don't feel bad because according to the numbers, we're better than you. Here we go. I want to show you this. This is from the archives, man. Ooh. Here we are. I want to remind you where we stood in the any category books, entertainment, humor, religion. religion. We were number two. Was three away from books. Number two. And number one was Stuff Christians Like by Jonathan Acuff. Which is a not funny book. I bought that I book and, and I was like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. And it wasn't. Mm. There's uh, and, the rub. And now Jonathan Acuff basically just writes books that make you feel bad about how little money you have saved and how you don't do what you love for a living. That's a book I'd love to read. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a hoot. But, you know, what, what kind of sucks, though, Ted, is that uh, this was with our first book. Yeah. That, again, is now obsolete. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think we've ever recreated that, that level there. Baby, we've we've recreated that magic many times, and we've had many successful books, yeah. including A Christian Gentleman Smoking Companion, which is a consistent seller for us. Yeah, you know what? Th- don't let me get down. Baby, don't get down. Don't talk like that about yourself. How is A Christian Gentleman Smoking Companion doing? Let's see. Funny you should ask. This is the sound of me typing. There we hey, go. Hey, there it, it is. Auto-filling. That's, that's how you know you've After arrived. three out of the four words. <laughs> <laughs> after after Christian's Gentleman Smoking C- Companion. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, Ooh. that's not doing well. Not not great. Buy the Christian gentleman's smoking companion now. Do it. Do no, it. I'm serious. Do it. No, I'm serious. Do it. Do it. You can have this last taco if you <laughs> buy the Christian. We'll we'll, send we'll it mail to you me. the taco. We will mail you. The, no, screw that. We'll mail you the box. We'll mail you the taco if you don't. Yeah, exactly. We'll find out who you are and we'll mail you the taco. Zach, let's bring in Billy Joe Armstrong. He's ready to go. I can see him there, uh, outside the glass here in the studio. Uh, and it's time for Green Day doing uh, this week's Rachel Held Evans tweet. Now, again, the concept for this segment, uh, if you're new to the program, um, we, or sometimes a celebrity, will read the Rachel Held Evans tweet of no uh, kind of 
feedback to the tweet. There can be feedback from the guitar. There can be feedback from the Dan Electro Bacon and Eggs mini amp. Oh! Billy Joe, welcome to the program. Great to have you in. Hey, good to be here. He sounds like that. He's, he sounds really kind of weaselly. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me... Fire up the fire old randomizer. randomizer. Okay, Billy, the randomizer has produced... Um, actually, a, a, this is a first. It's produced a Facebook post, so it's a wow. little bit longer than a tweet. It's going gonna, it's gonna to work your vocal cords a little bit more. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hand that over to you, and uh, you just put up, put whatever interpretation on that musically you uh, you see fit. FYI, going to fake long needed breather <laughs> for a couple weeks. With unlimited social networking posts and lots of time with people I love. <laughs> so you reach out during this time with Facebook or Twitter. It, it went black and, and Billy Joe couldn't. I might not see it for a while when I return. Look for the first installment of our new How to Be a Christian on the Internet Roundtable Series. Whoa! As always, thanks so much for your encouragement and support. Welcome, Summer. Billy Joe Armstrong, ladies and gentlemen, reading the Rachel Held Evans tweet. He was he was smoking marijuana during that too, which made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, but it made me want that less taco. Yeah, exactly. Now, Billy, uh, if I could just ask you one more question, how do you? Uh, I, I know this breaks our rule, Zach, but because Billy's not a part of the program usually, I feel like I can ask him this. How do you, Billy, feel like? Uh, how do you feel about Rachel Held Evans leaving the internet for a couple of weeks? I feel like this is huge news. I don't care <laughs> at all. There you have it, folks. Billy Joe Armstrong on Rachel Held Evans's big announcements. Zach, it's been a great show. It's been a great program. It's been a show. It's been a show. It's honestly been probably one of the crappiest shows we've ever done. Number twenty. Yeah, yeah. Number twenty out of twenty. Uh, this is <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe just out of twenty. Yeah, Old yeah. <laughs> this has been the Gut Check Podcast. We will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.